Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. Greetings, everyone. Ahoy. Podcast number seven is officially here, happening now. Dang. This has been the one I've been wanting to do. Oh, yeah. All fitness stuff, all workout stuff. Uh, So today, like the past couple, we've talked a lot about mindset with you guys, um, trying to get you in the right direction. And honestly, it's probably one of the biggest things to getting in shape is making sure that your mind is there because anybody can do anything for a week or two weeks or three weeks. But if you want to change long term, you got to mentally be able to change your lifestyle, change your habits. Um, so we covered all that the past couple of weeks with you guys. So now we're going to go over a little bit of what we do at the gym and how to get really, really, really great results without injuring yourself, um, without hurting yourself, without spending an hour, two hours, three hours in uh, the gym working out every single day. So without further ado, um, you guys have probably heard the term high intensity interval training, which is in a nutshell, you're working out for a shorter duration of time, but the intensity is raised a lot. So the old way of thinking is everybody thought, okay, to get in really, really good shape, I need to spend an hour or two hours inside the gym. (laughs) We're watching a guy pull a truck on TV in the background. Perfect, perfect segue. But anyways, um, you had to spend an hour or two hours in the gym working out and people thought, I'm working out longer. This must be better. And what they found was that people that were working out for, let's say, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, they knew mentally, okay, I'm going to be here for a long period of time. So what they did was they took more breaks. Um, They actually lowered their intensity because they go, shit, I'm going to be here for an hour. I'm really only going to probably push it for the first 10 minutes and coast in for the next 50, or I'm going to coast for the first 50. And then when the workout's almost done, I'm really going to try to push it for those last 10 minutes. They're working out for an hour and they were kind of basically just half-assing the workout. They lowered it to 45 minutes. People did the same thing and they lowered it to 30. And for whatever reason, 30 minutes clicked and they said, okay, we found that when it's 30 minutes, That's a short enough time people can kind of wrap their heads around being there for half an hour. Um, And they found that their results skyrocketed. They hooked them up to, you know, I don't know what they're called, those leads that they put on your head um, to measure effort. They hooked them up to oxygen, whatever. I'm terrible at these names, but those oxygen things they stick you on when you're on a bike. Um, Heart rate monitors and all that. And they said that, holy crap, people are getting 10 times better results Not so much when they're working out longer, but it's the effort that you give when you're working out that gives you the best results. So keeping not necessarily, you know, working out for a longer period of time is going to get you to point A to point B, but the effort that you give is going to get you better results every single time. You compare somebody that walks on the treadmill every day or outside for two hours. Yeah, they might be in okay shape, but you compare that to somebody who, you know, is sprinting every day for 20, 30 minutes or really doing something higher intensity. Both are doing cardio. One's working out for a lot longer with 
less results. One is working out a lot shorter, but their intensity is a lot greater. So you can kind of see how that changes. And if you guys ever look at like watch the Olympics when they do uh, the Summer Olympics, if you compare the body of an Olympic sprinter um, who is legit chiseled from head to toe, their legs are strong as hell. They got a six pack. They're in great shape compared to um, somebody that runs marathons. You can tell they're they're a lot leaner, but the muscle tissue just isn't there. And the reason being is they need to make their bodies as efficient as possible. So since muscle is more dense than fat, they'll actually pull the muscle reserves as a form of energy and use that up and end up holding on to a little bit of body fat. So that's kind of the theory between behind tie intensity interval training, why you should do it. And it's not just this gimmicky, oh, you got to work out for half an hour or 20 minutes or this. There's actually science behind it that proves this is the most efficient and effective way to work out and get results. And you're back home in under an hour, which is even better. Man. Look at that. Starting off hot. It's all done. You said that you did the hot. whole thing. <laughs> Came with it today. Um. The big problem with high intensity, or I guess it's not problem, but the big uh, misconception with high intensity interval training is you actually need to know how to do it though. You need to teach your body how to do a high intensity interval training workout, um, which is as we know, what we say at the gym all the time, at least what I say is it's not just going through the motions. It's about effort, right? It's more than just showing up. It's actually working hard. When you got to do there. the intensity. You have to do and, the high intensity part. And that's the, that's the exact thing. And there's there's an awesome tool that, you know, athletic trainers and things like that use all the time as far as, as testing people's um, uh, oxygen. Perceived effort. Perceived right? their, their effort and, and the way that their body oxidizes itself and heart rate and stays, keep your composure and all that kind of stuff. And it's called the VO2 max talk test, right? And so... You get on a treadmill, you start running, and everyone's is different. This threshold, the VO2 max threshold. And when you're running, um, they start talking to you. And when you get to the point where you can no longer talk and communicate, bingo, that's where you want to be. That's that threshold. That is that high, that's when you are more or less considered to be in the high intensity zone, right? And when you are able to talk when you're running, um, as much as you're, you know, being strenuous, challenging yourself and getting a good workout. And it's not quite to that, um, that threshold point, which takes you from a lower intensity, um, to a higher intensity, um, which switches, if you really want to get scientific switches from aerobic exercise to anaerobic exercise. Um, and that anaerobic exercise is proven to really, really be best bang for your buck. Like you said about those sprinters, um, versus people who, you know, jog for two hours a day, um versus sprinting for 30 minutes a day obviously both in great shape both in great shape but the best it's pretty straightforward and blunt you take that person who jogs for two hours a day and tell them to sprint for 20 minutes that's going to be a lot harder than the person who sprints for 20 minutes say hey just take an easy jog for two hours more times than not the, the sprinter is going to be able to accomplish that goal a little easier than and that kind of proves um the actual cardiovascular help you get as much as um, obviously the muscle strength and all that kind of stuff there. So that anaerobic exercise past that VO2 threshold um, talk test is that high intensity, which is very important when it comes to especially a short amount of time workout. I watched a video on that, the talk test thing. And they said, like, if you ever go for a jog with somebody and you start off 
and you're kind of chit chatty yeah. and then 10 minutes go by, you talk a little less, yeah. 10 more minutes go by, you talk a little less. And then yeah. by the end, if you're like, Hey, his, uh, and you're like trying to talk, but you can't because yeah. you're breathing hard. They go, that that's is good, where you want to be. That's a good sign. Right. Where you kind of can spit out a couple words, but then you got to catch your breath. So in the yeah. gym, those people that we say, don't talk when the instructor is doing stuff. <laughs> There's a science behind it. One, we want you guys to be able to listen. But two, if you guys are able to hold a conversation, the whole workout, you aren't trying hard enough. Yeah. Um, you guys got all the time in the world to, to talk. But when you guys are there, make sure that you're putting forth that effort to get your heart rate high enough to where you're going to be able to see results and strain yourself. Oh, yeah. You can do anything to make something that you're very comfortable with. Jumping jacks. Let's say you can handle jumping jacks. Not a problem. 30 seconds, 45 seconds, whatever it is. You can do them faster and make it harder. Mm -hmm. Right? There's, 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 there are options. And some exercises and workouts are built to have different things where you're, you're dipping in and out of that anaerobic, aerobic, lesser heart rate. And that's the whole theory of intervals. Like for example, a Tabata. 20 seconds, absolute max effort. You get to that threshold, you get to that high intensity, and then you get 10 seconds to bring it back down, and then 20 seconds to get yourself past it again. That is kind of working that muscle, figuratively and literally, of getting yourself into that high intensity interval training. And that is what translates into real life. That's why things like, you know, I can take laundry up and down the stairs, piece of cake. We went to costa rica and we i hiked for 16 miles and i normally would have been tired but i did it no problem all these life things come from getting you know that heart health and getting that cardiovascular coming and it all stems back to that that threshold which is awesome and, and worked on every single time you do a hit workout i always imagine it like remember on prices right the yodeler that climbs up the mountain and he goes, yo, dee -do, dee -do. and he like, you start off here and then you're like, Oh, I'm getting there. And then he kind of stops. And then like you get in there and then he <laughs> kind of, that's like, that's like a Tabata. And then like, once you get to the end, you're like, ah, yeah, I'm exhausted. Right. And then it's over. And then it's and you're done. like, and then you start back. Okay. Next Tabata, I'm right down here again. And you got to kind of build it up, build it up. Yeah. But your body kind of does the same thing. That first Tabata around to 20 seconds, kind of the warm up thing. You're getting ready, but by, you know, seven and eight, that's mm -hmm. when you want to try to give it, your best effort. And it's like with anything, it's all what you put in. It's kind of like how we were saying, if you're showing up to the gym and you're, you know, whatever it may be, if you're going at 50% of what you know you could do, or if you're going to get 50% of the results, exactly. but um, with the high intensity stuff, it's not to say the whole 30 minutes has to be complete, just balls to the wall, a no. hundred miles an hour. You guys are going to fry out after the first five, 10 minutes, but it is giving it the max effort when it's go time, whether it's 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds a minute, and then you kind of reset. Give yourself 10, 20, 30 seconds to get back to kind of close to your baseline, and then you hit it hard again. Kind of reset, hit it hard again. And a lot of the exercises are things that you're able to do at a high intensity, right? So like everybody kind of has different theories on like Olympic lifting and heavy lifting and things like that, but we wouldn't ask you to load up a barbell with 300 pounds and go, okay, we're going to do high intensity interval training of deadlifts. And then right. into this, it, it's a right. recipe for disaster. So making sure that it's the right kind of movements to where you can repeat them quickly without hurting yourself. 
Um, and just because you want to get to a high intensity factor where you're going to burn a lot, you know, don't think that you have to completely overload your body because everybody has their breaking point, right? Where you're going to go, you know, I can do five reps of this and I have to take a break. You shouldn't be maybe deadlifting 30 seconds worth of who knows, 200 pounds as fast yeah. as you can. Even if you are taking a break at the end, your muscles are just going to start to kind of fatigue on themselves. Right. And there's also, as you get, you know, more comfortable, the prime example is, is when you first walked into the gym doing a burpee versus doing a burpee. Now, let's say you've been a member for two years, a year, three weeks, even, even if it's honestly three weeks, a burpee on your first workout versus burpees. Now you can feel the change, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just has everything to do with just, just all of that. There's a bunch of things, muscle memory, things like that, they go into it, but it's without a doubt that kind of breakthrough and, and change, but there is a way to continue to build and build and build is, is trusting learning and, and almost taking mental notes of what your body can handle and push through and get to. Um, and a great example is when we do AMRAP workouts, which I love doing. Um, but they're kind of mixed reviews. Sometimes they don't feel too tough. Sometimes they feel way too tough. Um, but it all has to do, I was actually talking with a couple members, um, a couple days ago, it all has to do with being able to, to work for that, let's say three minutes and 30 seconds or four minutes that we do often. So if it's five reps of an exercise, 10 reps of an exercise, 15 reps of an exercise, being able to switch and know when this five rep exercise is done, I am immediately starting the next one. Um, your heart rate's already your up, heart there. Rate's up, but you're going to be targeting a different muscle. Let's say it's five push-ups, and then it goes right into 10 sit-ups. You need to trust, okay, I'm st my heart rate's still up, but I'm not going to be crushing my arms still where I yeah. feel in my chest it's still from or my reps are slowing i'm switching out to abs and then let's say it's 15 squats after that yeah my heart rate is still up from those push-ups and those sit-ups but my legs are fine i can switch gears and hit 15 and then when by the time 15's done oh my top half is rested now i can knock out these five push-ups and it's knowing with that threshold of your body and being able to cycle through and keep that high intensity and that high heart rate while cycling through these reps and it's in a way it's a learned thing it's something you learn you teach you know because otherwise you do five push-ups and you go man i'm kind of burnt from that i'm going to take my time switching onto these sit-ups then you're done with sit-ups whoo you know that was a lot i'm going to take my time getting to my feet to get squats in and then after squats same thing so that's the biggest thing i think between us and like just going to like a gym gym is your you're forced to kind of make yourself not uncomfortable, but you're forced, you have to, you have to get out of your own head. Cause you guys have probably done it where you go to a gym and it's like, all right, just how you said, I'm going to do, let's say 12 bicep curls. And then I'm going to change the song on my phone, find a song. Yeah, right. And then I'm going to, okay, pick them back up, do 12 more curls, change the song again. Yeah, Someone sent me a text message. Yeah. 12 curls. Okay. I guess that's it for the arms. Now there's a guy in the chest press machine, so maybe I'll wait a little bit, walk around, grab some water. Oh, it's my friend. I'll talk to him. Meanwhile, yes, you're working the muscle, but your heart rate is just, you know, yeah. you just got a basically resting heart rate the entire time. So being able to just go, all right, I'm going from this to this to this to this, and you do. You take this drawn-out hour, 30 or 45 minutes, 
and you smash it all into one and you're whooped and you're fried and you do, you're forced to challenge yourself um, as opposed to kind of taking your time and going, yeah, I'll kind of get around to the next thing when I get around next to it. Um, granted, they're two kind of different training sessions. One, you might be trying to build muscle. I think you guys know, but everything we do at the gym basically maximizes on keeping the muscle that you have. You'll definitely get a little bit stronger, but solely focusing on body fat loss. Um, and the way that happens is the body fat loss comes as a byproduct of the lean muscle tissue that you either have or you start developing. So the more lean muscle tissue your body has, the harder your body has to work to preserve it, which in turn raises your metabolism, which in turn burns off body fat in the process. So especially like women always come in and they go, I don't want to get these big bulky muscles. And then I always say you and me for an example, I'm like yeah. me and Evan work out every <laughs> single day exactly. and we barely look like we, nope. we I'm we, weak. Exactly. We barely yes. look like we do anything, but it's because we don't go super duper heavy in the gym. It's like, we still want to be able to play hockey and being 200 and, 30, 40, 50 pounds, even if you're strong as an ox, you're going to be slower in molasses. Yeah. Great Kevin Hart joke about guy working at T-Mobile. Do you remember that joke? No. He's working at T-Mobile, but he's giant. He's a beast. Like he's got these giant 30 inch arms and he's breaking his headset every time he tries to touch it. It's like, why do you need these giant arms to work yeah, at T-Mobile? This tiny little headset. Yeah. It's like, if you're just working, it's just fun. It's a funny, but yeah, point is, that well, yeah. doesn't translate to fit per se. Exactly. Per se. It's all about basically and your honestly, style of training. And yeah. it is if you want to get lean muscle tissue, you want low body fat, high intensity interval training is going to be the best for you. If you want to get super big, strong, be able to lift a car, then you know, stick with just the the bodybuilder body kind of stuff. Right. Lift heavy a, weights, and your body has to adapt to that. So if you're lifting, you know. Women, you're not going to get giant muscles if unless you're lifting heavy, heavy, heavy weight. A lot and man. eating a ton. Yeah. yeah. And imagine like it's like building a house, right? If you want to build a big, strong house, you need a big, strong foundation. People just don't go from walking on the street to being able to lift or squat 400 pounds. That's why their bodies yeah. and their muscles need to grow to support that. Whereas if you're doing quick stuff... Um, quick reps, high repetitions, your heart rate's up the whole time. That's where you target all the body fat. You're still going to get stronger. You're still going to get some muscle on you, but these big giant shoulders and legs and butt and all that uh, are going to be tough, tough or impossible to accomplish. And why, why is the, uh, why? So the time and place just back, I know I'm backtracking, just saying why, um, why high intensity interval training versus like you said, the, the power lifting and all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, everyday function, but, but that, the what often gets overlooked is how it benefits. Like we talked about your daily body or everyday health, doing things around the house, being a functional human. I never get injured. Knock on wood. Oh God. Why'd but, you say that? <laughs> but I seriously, yourself. I used no, to get yeah. hurt all the time when yeah. I was doing like have, and part of it is you could have strong ass arms, but your joints, your joints and your tendons and ligaments might might not be to might where your either. muscle is. So your right. muscle might be able to be able to push something or press something or pull something, 
But if your shoulder capsule, if there's one or two things that are out of whack, it that's where you tweak stuff. It. Yeah. Right. right. So there's the the whole process of oxidizing muscles. So that's obviously important to growing muscles and feeling or feeling our body. So a bunch of studies has to do with that anaerobic exercise, what I talked about, guys, with the um, you know, just just basically why, like you had mentioned the the curling um workout where you're at just kind of like the normal globo gym style where you curl 12 reps and then you're on your phone you curl yeah sure that's fine you you you're, you will probably get some decent arms if you do that every day every week whatever it is sure um but how does that transfer into into life and how is the 30 minute the high intensity better um uh, better for you for a shorter amount of time um that anaerobic exercise guys talks about working out with a elevated heart rate and and the i guess technically decreased oxygen at the time because you're breathing so hard um basically it helps with with pushing so you build up lactic acid right when you're when you're working hard you exert yourself muscles build up lactic acid that's what causes the soreness causes and that burning while you're actually doing it so your body um is out of oxygen right all of the oxygen stores and compartments have been depleted um, the high intensity training forces your body to work even harder, essentially, in order to store more of that oxygen back up. Um, and so that's what creates that whole afterburn effect, why 30 minutes is enough. Because after this, your body is just working um, on getting that oxygen back up. And so that's why we get the metabolism boost, because you're working and burning. And it can last up to like 24 hours, 36 hours the day after um, of you in this, you're a, a fat burning machine, essentially, as long as you're fueling your body correctly. So, um, that's the biggest change when it comes to, if you like that whole two hours at the gym, working that small without getting your heart rate up. Okay. That's fine. That's, that's why it's a place. But if you're like the most of us where you have a certain amount of time in your day, I, I need the, the best bang for my buck. What's it going to be? It's astronomically better that hit style workout. Um, because it's going to get a faster results B, the biggest thing in my personal opinion is just that heart health and, and everything, blood pressure. We've had people come off blood, you know, pressure medication. Lady almost many passed out. Times, almost terrified. Pa but... Almost passed out because she you know, hadn't gone. She was in. like, no. She hadn't been in. Yeah, that was, that was wild. I was training that day, I remember. Yeah. Um, and so all that stuff is just a clean, clean sweep that, that is better. And then us as coaches, it's our job to keep it safe because like you said, you don't want to run and do 30 seconds of 300 pound deadlifts as fast as you possibly can and then go do something else. Right yeah. That's where we as coaches are, are able to build workouts, um, hopefully. And then to be able to create, okay, I can switch from this to go right into this, to go right into that, to go right into this, to get yourself working just, just the right amount where you're going to get that fatigue and that lactic acid buildup. Um, and then push yourself to be able to get, get one step further every time you walk in the doors. Or doing things like how you said, like being able to do deadlifts, so maybe having that be your secondary move and go, okay, we're going to do burpees. Yeah. Your heart rate's going to be through the roof. Sure. Then we're going to do deadlifts. Yeah. So you're already at an elevated state instead of just doing, okay, I'm going to pick this bar up eight, seven, eight times, you yeah. know, get your heart rate through the roof, then try to do it. Exactly. And then you kind of get, you know, the double whammy going on. Exactly. And you're still strengthening. You're still going to strengthen with theoretically even less weight and obviously shorter amount of time there. Yeah. Plus two, 
I like to feel like I feel like I did something every time where it's like I've gone to just regular gyms or even like a hotel gym and you kind of just not go through the motions, but you're like, you do. You're like, I did 12 reps of this. I did 12 reps of this. I did this and I did this and you leave and you're like barely even breaking a sweat. And it's like a, just a mental thing knowing like, okay, yeah. I'm sweaty. My body's exhausted. I know that I, that I accomplished something in here and just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, count one through 12 and keep going. And even how we do with like the timing of it all is inside the gym. Like we know everybody, everybody's at different places in their life. Right. And we shouldn't have somebody's day one might be somebody's day 100 at the gym. So, so going, okay, everybody on Monday is going to do 30 squats, 40 sit-ups, 50 push-ups. The, obviously the new person is going to have a tough time getting through that. The person that's been here for, you know, a year is going to go, all right, I'll be able to get it done. So being able to say, okay, we're going to work here for 30, 45 seconds in those 30, 45 seconds on your first day, if you can only do 10 squats in 30 seconds and you had to shake out your legs a bunch, great. If you've been coming here for a year and you can do 30 squats in 30 seconds now, Man. that's fine too. Moving. So yeah. So everybody is going at their own pace and intensity, even though we're working out together, you're able to scale it based on how you're feeling that day more or less. And if you've been coming for a while and you can start cranking them out, go for it. But just because it's day one, I think that's the toughest part, especially for people coming in new is they're excited. They want to be there and you have to kind of put the brakes on them a little bit and go, sure. Hey, it didn't take you, you know, one day to put on 50 pounds. You're not going to get it off in your first day either. So pace yourself the first day. Don't completely murder yourself out of the gate. Make it so, you know, you can work out the next day or the day after, right. but it's don't just redline it. It's training. It's training your body to be more of a functional, capable human in a way. Like yeah. be able to do whatever. It's it's losing the whole workout mentality. Of course, you're going to work out, but you're training your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I'm going to go train for 30 minutes. It's not a two-day, three-day, yeah. four-day, three-month. This is Yeah. You do a six-week challenge. It's not a six-week workout challenge. It's a six weeks I'm training to become a better me. And it takes that effort and, and thought to know, like you said, day one, you come in, okay, this is this. Man, I couldn't even get all the way to the floor on a burpee. I want to be able to. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe by the start of week two, uh, not quite there yet. Maybe by the start of week three. Oh, those aren't there, but I'm able to do, I'm able to move for all 30 seconds instead. And it's all that playing with that threshold, like we talked. It's, it's training your body. And in that training, you're, of course, are getting fit and all the fun stuff happens like your, you know, arms getting nice and toned, belly fat's leaving, losing weight, close fit, better, confidence up there, feeling good, not going home and yelling at your husband and wife. (laughs) And it is like, here's the four shirts I I can wear. I just feel better now. Everything else is, doesn't fit. But yeah, the best analogy I ever heard in terms of how you were saying with depleting your oxygen, they said, if you ever start your car and you just, sat it in the driveway and you just laid on the gas for like 10 minutes. They go, your engine's revving inside. It's heating up. It's heating up. It's heating up. It's heating up. And they go, you take your keys out of the ignition, which would be the same as the workout ending. And he goes, if you go put your hand on the hood, your engine is going to stay hot for for hours. It takes a long time to kind of get it back to normal. 
And they said with high intensity interval training, it's basically kind of the same theory. You get there, you really give it your best effort. And then when the workout is done, your body is still going, holy crap. I just depleted all my oxygen reserves. I just, I got all this lactic acid buildup. It's going to take me 36 hours to finally just get back to my baseline. Not that that's a bad thing, but your metabolism is just yeah, skyrocketing the whole, time, the whole time. You're revved up. It's going crap. I just whoop my butt. I got to get everything back to normal. This is going to take some time and you're just burning, 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 burning. Yeah. All for 30 minutes. I know. Could be less. You could push yourself hard in one minute if you wanted to. I've done them. There's been <laughs> days where I'm like, I don't have time to squeal. Like, it'll be like 3.45. The next workout starts at 4.30. And I'm like, I'm just going to go 15 minutes. Balls to the you wall. Got. Last yes, week, I just took the plyo boxes. I put three of them in a row. I just started like a rabbit. I just jumped over them <laughs> back and forth till I felt like I was going to vomit. But I was drenched. It'll do. There's a, there's a Navy SEAL workout. Did I ever tell you about it? No, I don't think so. Oh, maybe it's stupid easy. All you do, it's boring, but it's just hell on earth. So you just start at one corner of the gym, you do 20 burpees, and then you run to the other corner of the gym and you do 19 burpees. And you oh, run yeah. to the other corner and you do eight and you just keep going. And I'm like, oh, this will take maybe eight minutes, not that no bad. Way. It took like 27 minutes. Oh yeah. And you're drenched. Oh yeah. Drenched, drenched, drenched. You don't need a lot. No. One of the hardest workouts I've ever done to this day. Three minutes and 30 seconds and yeah. i'm proud of the, i mean it was it was barbell lifting and i was that was everything i had and i just laid on the floor i didn't get up and start doing other stuff i was i was spent you know what i mean that was yeah. the it was the it's so hard um and that's just the point of that intensity yeah there's a reason why it works peeps but uh but that's it i hope it I helped you guys Hope you're yeah. still you're in the right direction. We got to our bread and butter on this one. So that is all we got for today. Yeah. Um, as always, guys, core4supplements.com. Use the promo code podcast, save 10%. Have a great yeah. day, peeps. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.